Top Agents Playbook is for you, the modern real estate professional looking for new and proven ways to grow your brand and dominate your market. I'm Ray Wood, and each week we take a behind-the-scenes look at the very best marketing tactics and strategies required to get you and your message in front of a lot more sellers. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now, let's get started. Hey, Brent. How you doing? Hey, doing great. How are you? Awesome. Thank you, sir. Now, uh, thanks so much for your time today. And um, we're both in Florida at the moment. So actually, since I got here, it's been crazy busy and um, I've just done nothing but work. So I was going to have this fabulous vacation in this 30 degree weather, or you call that 90, don't you? So you're right, um, right. <laughs> you, you, you realize you're one of the last countries in the world to embrace the metric system? Yes, yes, we are. We like to keep it old school. <laughs> you certainly do. I love it. <laughs> anyway, it's 90. <laughs> um, and I was doing 60 on the road the other day, too. That was crazy. <laughs> right. <laughs> miles per hour. Yeah, um, miles per hour. Yeah. But I want to get into, um, in, into the awesome power of follow-up and the reason that I wanted to track you down and have have this convo is that uh, you've just written a book called Follow Up Fortunes, and before we go any further, I know that you've got a magic text formula. Um, how do folks who are listening to this right now? Let's just get this out of the way, out of the out in the open, up front. Right. How do folks reach out and grab this magic text formula? Because I yeah be- want to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And before I even tell you that, let me tell you why you might want it, what it is, so you, you get it. It's it's real fast, too. So the reason why I even have this magic text formula is because we have a sales team in solar, in this case, was where this was kind of came from. So home services, but yep. solar home services. And um, we had, oh, so many people knocking doors to trade shows, to expos, all these leads coming in. Um, online leads, ads, running ads. Yep. And what we had was people coming in. And before we had all of our follow-up systems in place, we had reps saying, hey, what should I say? What should I do? And I really just kind of uh, took a step back and said, well, what's one text that anybody could send mm-hmm. <laughs> and would get a reply, but also it wouldn't come across as salesy or a pest yep. or you wouldn't come across like if you... Uh, and so... Um, I just developed this and tested this across, um, we've even used this on age leads, buying age leads that have opted in to receive text messages and emails and things like that. Nice. And so we've used this. So anyways, that's where it got developed. And the magic text is just one text message that you send out and it gets people to reply. And you'll notice you'll get replies. I call them positive replies or negative replies. Right. Majority will be negative replies, yeah. just to be clear. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean they'll all tell you to go to hell or something. It just means there will be negative replies, like, no, not interested or whatever. Yep. And then others will be positive replies. And that's it. Every time I've used this, I've al- we've always received a sale, like we closed a deal. And in solar, um, in this case, in this example, and they'll see in the training example, it's actually very similar to real estate um, because there is a long buying process. There is a financing process and it's an application that's forever long to sit there and fill out and do all that stuff. So it's not like they're just buying some pest control or something like that. It's very similar process. So they'll love it. So what they do, so that text message, what I do is I give you the text message, obviously, and what to send. 
But then I kind of do a training on the background of what uh, a lot of people try to take the text and make it bigger or longer. And I'm uh, a training on why, no, 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 what no, no, to no. do, all yeah. those things. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'll go into. So if they, if they just check or if they email the word uh, or excuse me, if they just email us, uh, I have an email specific to this. It's magic at Brent So magic at Brent that's B-R-E-N-T-A-T-T-A-W-A-Y.com. And then the word magic um, in front of there. That way, um, when we see that, we'll just go ahead and reply with the training and the text. You can log in and go through the whole thing. It's free. But it gives you an idea of the power of follow-up with just one text. Of course, that's just a taste. That's yeah. on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a marketer. Of course. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, now, would this would, would this text, Brent, would this work as an email as well? Yes. Okay. Yes. In yeah. fact, I, I, I took it a step further in our full training programs. We call it the magic engagement. Okay. And so it's a, it's a sandwich. It's a, it's a text, two emails and a text. That's yeah. what I, okay. so that's, that's um, email works great. So even yeah. if you just have an email list, a cold email list, this works as well. Now, a little bit of history on you and I, we met, I actually think it was more than 10 years ago. Um, we met at, at uh, in San Diego in California, where you were doing some work with with um, the great Frank Kern, and right. I don't think all of my real estate people will know who Frank Kern. That's uh, Kern with a K K E R N. Will know who who Frank is, but um, uh, you and I have been fans for a long fans fans of fans of Frank for a long long time, and um, and the thing about Frank is that he he's an he not only writes an awesome email, but he has a lot of amazing systems. So um, I kind of I kind of went to San Diego more than 10 years ago when we met, thinking that I knew quite a lot and came away realizing that I didn't know a whole lot. So um, my marketing journey, and uh, you know, like you and I speak speak the same lingo when it comes to this, we love it, but uh, it is it is um it's all encompassing when you get it right, and and it is a formula. It's a system. You can't bake a bake a cake with plain flour, as they say. So, um, uh, and I think a lot of people think that marketing is doing something and getting an immediate response. But we know in our respective industries, you and Solar and me in real estate, that there is um, quite a lengthy gestation period uh, between the initial contact and when the actual rubber hits the road and you make the sale or, or do whatever you do. And I think, and you touched on, it, touched on it before, I think similarly, there is quite a bit of education involved because, you know, you go from when you first meet somebody in real estate, they'll say something like, oh, yeah, well, every house sells itself. And we all know in real estate that it doesn't. Um, and so there's an education process there and we can show them the advantages that they can get and you're doing the same thing. But... Um, in your journey with all of this and and when you've written Follow-Up Fortunes, which is your brand new book, um, what what are your major takeaways? What are your um, what are a few things, some some see some key bullet points that you can give us now that that really hone in on the importance of follow-up and some must-dos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure. In fact, um, in the <laughs> anytime I say this, right, because it's a new book and you always hear. 
in my book. <laughs> <laughs> so but, you'll need to read in my book. Uh, right. Yeah. You'll need to read in the book. Yeah. No, but really there's four phases that I'll outline. So I'm just going to reference that, but Please. you actually don't need to read, read the book unless you want the details. So I'm going to give the nutshell version here okay. and then you can run with it. Okay. And so there's four phases that I break it down into. And these four phases are very much based on appointment based selling. So you have an appointment, you close a deal, and it's not just one appointment, but you're actually meeting with them virtually or in person. Okay. Yeah. So that just, so it applies very much to real estate in other words. And so phase one through phase four, they all have a goal, a timeline and the strategy overall. What's the, not just the goal, but like, um, what are you trying to achieve during that phase? Yeah. And so let's just go through each one of them and I'll be quick and then we can ask questions or whatever. So phase one, the, what it is, is a new lead all the way for, from day one, you get the lead. And I don't mean an appointment, just a lead, like somebody who raised their hand interested or possibly interested or a referral from a client, something like that. That's a new lead. Phase one is what you do with that new lead all the way for about 30 days. Your whole goal is to get them to schedule appointment. Right. So you qualify, schedule the appointment. And so once they get, so um, the strategy there is to educate, to build trust. And hopefully if they're a hot, a hotter buyer, somebody who's really ready now, then it's, it's a quick process. It's usually the first week you're already on the phone with them or you're already doing something with them, right? Yeah. Majority are not that way. So right. phase one, the majority, I mean, 95% are not even going to reply to you. <laughs> you're going to reach right. out and they're not going to, they're not going to turn into an appointment. So let's just understand that going in. So that's phase one, but it's very important as you go through each one of these phases to understand we're not trying to get massive um, improvement in our conversions. We're trying to get two to 3% more than we're typically getting already the average, it's right? It's the numbers. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're not trying to, yeah, yeah. You're not trying to say, man, okay. So in phase one, I'm going to, double my appointments. No, 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 no. You're not going to do that at all. You're just going to get a few more appointments per month and a few more meetings per month. um, And a few more qualified people who said, yeah, you know what? I think we should be working together. Not committed. Just, yes, I think we should be working together. So there's, there's that phase one. Phase two is I got the, I'm, I'm qualifying and scheduling the appointment and the appointment in this case, because I help across multiple industries, I get in real estate it's a, a slightly different process because it's a little more like you're not trying to close the deal right then when you first meet them. You're building that relationship a lot more, even in person. Um, when you meet them, you might be, um, you can, you know better, obviously. We can go through some of that. Maybe that's what we explore here in a minute, but that's phase one to phase two. Phase two, scheduling that initial, let's just call it the sales appointment though. The one, the appointment that says, you know what, we're going to get them to commit. I think we can do this. We can get them moving forward. Phase three is, so phase two is really short, by the way. It might be four days out. You schedule the appointment, you meet with them, voila. And your whole goal is to get them to show up. Don't ghost you, don't cancel. And also to show up pre-indoctrinated and ready. Yeah. Like they, they're like, you know what? This is probably the best. The way I like phase two, because I always stand out or I teach my reps to stand out during phase two, because everyone else is just scheduling an appointment and then just showing up and hoping that somebody's going to be there. Yeah. When you're showing up, you're sending a video, you're doing this, you're doing that. And you're kind of, you're already anticipating and preempting some objections right from the beginning. Yep. So phase two is important, but it is short. That's maybe one to four days. 
Then phase three is you've held your first initial sales appointment. Let's call it the initial major meeting. (laughs) And uh, now they did not close though. They didn't say yes yet. This is all the people. Because keep in mind, we're talking follow-up, not closing deals right now, yes. right? So I'm assuming no closed deals. Yep. So now, now phase three is like, what do you do with those people that were a good qualified lead, but they need some follow-up? Yep. They, need to, they need me pushed over the edge a little bit. Um, that's about a 21-day process. The whole goal is to just get them to either get back onto your calendar and talk a little more, objections or a spouse. Or, you know, Maybe you had a one-legger appointment where you, you only had one spouse there. Yep. or whomever the decision makers were. And, and that's it. So phase three is about overcoming objections, getting everybody to say, yes, let's move forward. Okay. Um, about 21 days usually. Um, it can be up to 30. And then phase four is where everyone ends up being. That's your long-term nurture process over the long-term. And that's where most people focus and think, oh, follow-up. But frankly, those first three phases are just as important as the long-term follow-up. Not because you convert more sales there, you don't. Long term follow up, you can you. That's where all the fortunes are hidden. Is yeah. phase four long term. Yeah. But the better you do phase one through three, the more conversions you have in phase four. Of course. Um, and of so course. you can't just ignore in the first three phases and say, "Up, oh, they didn't buy. Oh, I don't have time. I'll just put them in the long term follow up, yeah. and hopefully they'll call me back." Yeah. It's not a good idea. Yeah. So that's that's the four phase process. Phase four, by the way, the timeline on that is eternity. It just keeps yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's it. Yeah. That makes sense. At yeah. least a nutshell. Yeah, it it does. And bringing that into real estate, um, I don't know the latest numbers, but they're going to be something like the average agent follows up twice, uh, but then the average agent makes less than seventy thousand dollars a year in in commission and probably is working another job. So um, that's a big part of the issue in our industry. And um, there is, I think a lot of people get into real estate thinking that it's just going to fall in their lap. And like installing a solar system in your house, it's a big financial decision as to, as to how you're going to go about selling your house. So um, I maintain that uh, a big part of the challenge or, or, or one of the major barriers is actually knowing what to say because we're a lot we're a lot more confident and you can hear it in your voice when you're calling a prospect you're a lot more confident if you know what to say uh, and I'm not talking about a canned script that that you know Brent Attaway did this this and this and that's the way you got to do it but something that you're comfortable saying that covers those part of the basis do you have any kind of uh, formula as far as your follow-up scripts go or are there some do's and don'ts that you can share that uh, that that come to mind with with you know with quality follow-up yeah yeah I would say this um, this will be kind of the or this will be very much like teach a man to fish compared to just giving him the fish so yeah, yeah. in this example I'll say giving you the fish is the script yeah um, teach you to make your own script or t- or fall in a better way that uh, let's talk about that more, but certainly there are some scripts, like even that magic text formula I'm talking about. It's a very specific one liner, or I guess one and a half liner (laughs) text that you don't want to extend too much because there are some do's and don'ts, but actually Dean Jackson, who is in real estate, um, this comes a lot from him where I've taken it and tweaked it over just a few things that I like to do, but he explained it well, and I and I teach my clients this as well. But he calls it cheese and whiskers. Yep. And so um, 
cheese being what they want, whiskers being uh, if the mouse is the client or the ideal customer, you being the cat as a sales professional yep. <laughs> um, in real estate and the cheese being what they want, whether that's selling their home, buying the home or both or whatever that is, right? They, you have to give them what they want without showing any whiskers as much as possible. Never show the whiskers. Yep. And so the key with that is frankly, your, your approach, it's a balance of keeping it casual and do not say too much at once. Mm -hmm. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to go somewhere that's daring here. You know, my wife, okay. Christy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so um, Christy is hyper energetic, <laughs> an amazing person. Okay. But hyper energetic. And, and when she wants to explain something, she uses a lot of words to say very small thing. <laughs> and so, um, and I do that too. I'm not saying, but I'm just using this example for fun to tell a story. Yep. And what will happen is, is um, she, we have two boys and what will happen is, is she will try to shortcut. She's in a hurry. She's out there. She's trying to get out the house. Um, there's some chores to do. The dogs need to be fed, things like that. Okay. Yep. And uh, she's going to hurry and just go blah, 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 blah. Get all this done. And the boys look at her like, wait, <laughs> <what?"> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They just nod. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Yep. And then she steps out the door and zero happens. <laughs> and so, or maybe a half of a thing happens. Well, what happens there is not just that they're disobedient boys, which is happening as well sometimes is that they are completely overwhelmed. They decided as soon as they heard that much information to shut their attention off, they heard the whiskers in this example. They're like, yeah. eh, whiskers, get away. <laughs> like, yeah. that's not anything I want to have anything to do with. You know? And so if you relate that to anything in sales and real estate, the more you try to spit out at them really quick because you think, well, I've got your attention. Let me tell you everything that's for sale. Yeah. And here's all the listings and show me all, all the traditional stuff that people do is actually the wrong way to do it. Yeah. Um, you want to feed them a little bit at a time and only the thing that they're looking for right in the moment, yeah. um, even though you know the next step. So the next step would be, uh, well, let's go over it. So what's the first thing that you usually in real estate that you want to sell? Let's talk about that. So the first step, like when you get a lead and somebody says, yeah, let's talk. Can you send, is it a listing? What is it? Uh, yeah, it's a list. It's a listing lead. And a typical first thing would be, well, Brent, um, uh, you know, a, a, an ideal starting point is to work out what your property is worth and uh, and go from there. Would there be an ideal time uh, we could get together? I, you could give me a quick look around. I can give you an idea as to what it's worth uh, based on some recent sales in your area. Okay, great. And so what what's the next step after we find out what it's worth? Uh, do you want to sell? Okay. So that, in, and then after what, um, do you want to sell what, What's next? Well, if you are you looking at going on the market, could be a range of things. Um, why mm -hmm. you're selling is 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 probably the big thing that I like to find out. Uh, mm -hmm. Do they uh, are they buying another property? Are they moving to a new town? Is there a is there a, is there a new job? Um, have they already bought another property, but they don't want to tell me they bought another property because they'll think that they'll they'll think that I'll think that they're, they're a desperate seller. So there could be a whole range of things. So in real estate. I'm sort of edging to the question. Yeah, okay. Uh, where are we going here? How can how can I help you with the with the real estate solution? What problem, Mr. and Mrs. Seller, are you trying to solve? Yeah. Okay. So 
all you, you just named about three to maybe four steps, depending on the problem. Right. But let's say three steps. So all I'm trying to say is is if instead of giving you a script, I would just say, do not be tempted to handle two steps. And, and many of you might be good at this already, but even in that first step of the listing lead, um, I would even get it to the point to where I'm assuming this, is that correct? Yep. You're wanting this and you're just getting a yes. It's a micro commitment of a yes. That's yeah. That's what I'm wanting. Um, okay, great. Now here's a few ways we can go about this. I like to do it this way. Does that sound fair to you? Yeah. I would like to know how, how much my home is worth. I would like, that's what I want to know. Yep. Okay. Let's get that done. And that's all you do. You give them a good, that's it. That's the follow-up. And, and after that, that's in phase one, your whole entire follow-up should just be about that thing. Yeah. It should not be trying to get them to the next step, even that, uh, right. that appointment where you sit down and meet. It's just, hey, here's, I got the values in, I got the values in, I got the values in. Now in real estate, do you like to meet with them to show them the value? Well, the, I like- The goal is- I'll, I'll ask them some leading questions um, to learn a little bit more about what's going on, but- if I have, um, if if I think there might be a chance that they're looking to go on the market soon and they're starting to interview agents, yeah, totally. I want to meet with them as soon as I can because I'm going to have a better chance in person to present my case for being appointed as their agent, sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. So it's about standing out. It's all about so the that's, appointment, really. Yeah, we call right, it a listing right. appointment. Yeah. Okay, so the listing appointment, which would enter you into phase two, right? As soon okay. as you have that listing appointment. Yep. So all I'm trying to say is. is Everything you do, see if you're showing, check your scripts, check how you approach your phone call, your text message, and your emails when you're trying to get that first listing appointment and see if you're showing too much salesy stuff, which is whiskers. Are you trying to take, are you trying to jump the gun? Um, Are you trying to say too many things that leads them to think, okay, they're just trying to get the next thing, the same, the same questions that the last five people asked me, Mm -hmm. Um, which they're not thinking that consciously, like a mouse doesn't think I see whiskers run. It's just natural for them to run. If they (laughs) like, it's not like they go through a thinking process. It just, it's just a natural instinct to run when they're being chased. And so you want to stay away from chasing or trying to push them towards a process they need to feel like they decided to be there. Yeah. Like us stubborn guys do when our spouses try to get us to do something. We would like to know that it's our idea, yeah. not theirs. <laughs> and so like, it's the same thing. Um, so as long as that's what in the sales world, that's where whiskers show up is when you're trying to push them through a process and they feel that you're putting them through a standard cookie cutter process, although you should have one. Yeah. I'm just trying to say if they feel like that's the thing, then they're going to run, they're going to, or they're going to ghost their appointment or they're going to cancel their appointment, things like that. So anyways, that's it. I find, I find Brent as well that a carefully crafted question will, will give you pretty much all the answers you want. Um, And I'm in the pros. I mean, I'm, I'm not selling real estate day to day now, but, but when I was one of the favorite things I, I would say was, look, I can follow you up every day if you want to find out what's going on or I can leave you alone, but you tell me what, what you'd like me to do. And I kind of leave it, leave it, leave the ball in, in, in their court a little bit. Um, and then when I do follow up and, and then, and often they'd say, no, Ray, we'll let you know. That's totally cool. Uh, look, you've been awesome. You've given us all the info you need. Just, you know, we'll call you. Okay. Look me in the eyes. Okay, we'll call you. Next thing I know, I drive by and one of my competition has their for sale sign on the fence and I've totally missed out. So 
I'm always a fan of following up. And one of the things I like to do, and, and I don't know if we were going to get to this in the interview as, as well today, but I'll mention it, is that I would follow, I call it a bit of give to get marketing. So I might say, Brent, um, I know you've been thinking about selling at some point. Just wanted to let you know there was a sale at 123 Jones Street, which is not far from you. I think it's kind of comparable. Sold in the 700s. Just wanted to give you a heads up that, that that's a... Um, that, that that's, uh, you know, a comparable sale in your area if you're looking at doing anything. And I kind of just leave it at that and see what happens. But um, there needs to be, I, I think especially in, in our industry, there needs to be some kind of non-threatening offer, some gift to get. Like, I'm not ringing to ask you something. I'm not threatening. Uh, it's not a threatening call. Uh, I'm just ringing to make this offer and just putting it out there. By the way, did you know? By the way, did you know I have a list of excellent tradespeople who can give you an estimate? Um, you mentioned that you might want to get your back garden cleaned up or whatever it might be, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. The I would say there's a, it comes from your FAQs, really. Ultimately, you have frequently asked questions that everyone asks, and there's a handful of them. And you have a bag of tricks in response to that. Or I say not even a bag of tricks, a bag of answers yep. that it, in response to those things. So what you can do is preempt that in an educational way. Um, and then any real-time follow-up like you're talking about, I would call that real-time follow-up, which is a, a home just sold. So you're in real time taking advantage of that. Yes. Um, the news just passes a new thing in solar, for instance. And I like relating for real estate agents, it's actually good for you to hear outside of your industry <laughs> yeah. um, of something, 100%. but in, in solar, in solar, it's in, in roofing, for instance, roof sales, um, new roofs. Um, they're, cha they're storm chasers. Yeah. They're chasing the storms to yeah. try to get roof sales. Right. Yeah. Um, big hail storm just happened in Texas. And so everybody's out um, share. They run postcard ads and everything showing holes in the roofs and twisting the knife. And saying, hey, we can come give you a free quote. So, yeah, hey, yeah. you know, same thing. Well, that's real time and that's good. You should be doing those things. Take advantage and keep track of who's selling in the area and some comparable prices that you can hurry and spit out there. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, on top of that, though, is I would keep your core FAQs or the answers that first 30 days in phase one when you get a yeah. new lead, just hit them up with the core things in advance. Do not make it like a newsletter. Bill, it should be an all text, no weird graphics at the top or the bottom. And it should just be a, you wrote this email to let them know. Um, I know this is probably going through your head. FAQ question here. I wanted to break it down for you. It might be helpful. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll chat soon. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And you're just letting them read this. Now, they may not open that email at all. Or read it. The point is, is they're going to open the one that relates to them on the top of their mind right then. Yes. And so yes. You, your subject line needs to stand out like that, for instance. These are little technical things, but like not even the script inside of the email, but yep. your subject line needs to at least pique their interest so they know what it's about. I wouldn't yep. leave it too ambiguous where they're like, what, what is this? I'll get to it later. Mm -hmm. um, it needs to be very straightforward. Like it's almost like the part of the question is in the subject yep. line. Yep. And then it answers it in the body, right? Yeah. That's good. That's good for them to see. What's really good is that you're showing up in their inbox, yeah. that your name. So Brent Attaway just keeps showing up here. Huh? Archive. If you're like yeah. me, I'm just on my phone. Swipe. Archive. Yeah. Archive. <laughs> Archive. Yeah. They're not even reading it, but they're like, oh, there's Brent again. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I'll get back to that later. Um, so all those things are happening. Do they get back to you later on that or do they read it later? Probably not. 
The point is, is you're just in their face. Yep. That's it. And then now and again, some, something changes. A life event happens and life does the job for you. And so a uh, new baby. Uh, oh, we need to get another room in this house. Uh, this uh, electrical vehicles or something, something major purchase, a major family change, job change, all those things that causes somebody to think about moving or selling or buying or whatever. Yep. Um, all that happens. You no matter no amount of follow up can make that happen. No, <laughs> Life does that for you, yep. right? And so your job is just to stay in front of them in a way that does not push them away. No, not too much whiskers, a little more cheese or a yep. lot more cheese, and you're good to go. And so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that process um, will, as long as you stay in front of them, phase one through phase one and then phase four, ultimately is going to do the job for you. Just stay in front of them. Um, I, I teach a, the, I got this from Mike Koenigs, 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 um, oh, a long time ago, over yes. 10 years ago. He talks about a 10 by 10 by four. I just, it was an old strategy he used for ranking higher um, right. using video. This is a long yep. time ago. Yep. He had a tool called Traffic Geyser. I don't even know if it exists. I don't think it does. Um, and Good night, I though. just said, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, I just did a 10 by 10 by one. And what that means is go ahead. You can do a series of, if you're, if you're good in video and you can hurry and just sit down like this, nothing professional, just like even with headphones hanging from your ears yep. and just say, um, record about 30 second to one minute videos. And the first 10 videos, here's the formula, 10 by 10 by one. So 10 videos of FAQs. What are the top FAQs people ask? And then 10 videos of SAQs should be asking, should ask questions. Yep. And then you just record them all. Okay. Should ask questions. The difference between them, everyone asks me, well, what's the difference between an FAQ and SAQ? SAQs, you could also say the advanced questions. Yep. Like, um, so some people do ask the advanced questions as they dig in to the investigate buying a home or selling their home. They start seeing, oh, well, what about this? Yep. That would be an SAQ. Yep. Um, and then you have one bumper video. So there's 10 by 10 by one. And you just record one bumper video, which is the back end of the, every video. You just attach this one video that just says, hey, um, hopefully you like this. If you're ever needing X, Y, Z, you can hit me up. You can go here. It's just a call to action, whatever yep. you want them to do there. Okay. Yep. And so if you're looking for uh, updated listings, whatever it is, um, whatever you think the best call to next step is that's some one video you attach to 20 different videos. Well, that's 20 weeks of follow-up. Mm -hmm. That's a really quick 20 weeks of follow-up. And, <laughs> so, and real estate following up a listing, that's perfect because once you've recorded yeah. it, you've got it there, it's evergreen. And yeah. when you're seeing a video of somebody, I always think it's way more engaging and it's got, um, it's not like words on a page. You're actually seeing them talk and you're hearing them speak uh, and you know, it's a video. So you're yeah. getting that. I feel like I know Brent a little bit better. There's a bit more to the relationship now. It's warming up. Plus, he's giving me all of this great intel stuff that, oh, boy, I didn't think of that. Um, you mean, oh, I can I can uh, improve the value of my home by doing this, this, and this, or whatever it might be. So uh, that's a very cool yeah. idea. So, uh, guys, yeah. if you're listening to this, uh, and I hope you are, um, and making some notes, that is a very cool idea. So, um uh, there's a lot going on. So what they really should be doing, Brent, is grabbing your book, Follow Up Fortunes. How do they get hold of the book? Where do you get hold of the book? If you go to followupfortunes.com, you can get the book. It's a awesome. Here's the thing. It's a whopping $5.95 digital book that's immediately delivered. <laughs> so it's, it's quick. Yeah. Have you, are you going to do an audio version? 
Yes, the Lovely. audio version is being recorded right now. I've okay. I've done four four takes on my first right. phase and botched them all. Okay. Um, <laughs> why don't, no, why don't I, you just? I got it on the just, fifth take. Why don't you just hire Morgan Freeman to do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually doing it. I I learned this. Oh wow! What's the? If you've read the book by David Goggins, um, "Can't Hurt Me," I think is what it's called. "Can't no. Hurt Me." Um, he did, he did a really cool thing. Somebody else read the book. Um, but, and then at the end of each chapter, they did like a little mini podcast where they just said, now tell me more about why this, you know, in this chapter. And we talked, so that's what I'm doing for the audio book, just to add a little extra value. Um, but that, that's it. Okay. So followupfortunes.com is the link. And I'm going to put these link, link, uh, these links in the show notes, guys. So if you're driving along the M1 or whatever, don't pull over or start texting. Uh, just I'll uh, it'll be in my next email. You'll get it, and um, I'm going to put the link to the uh, to get the t- the magic text formula is magic at brentattaway.com. I'm going to stick that in the show notes as well, buddy. It's been a blast. Thank you so much for your time. Congrats on the book. Uh, it's such a integral part of of following up, and it's the it's kind of like. We're, we're talking about this before our press record, but it's sort of the, the the unglamorous or the heavy lifting work that people don't love to do. But hey, that's where the uh, that's where that's where the um, the money is. And I know you stand yeah, up. That's the- you love follow up money. There you go. I love that t shirt. That's cool. I love FU money. Such a fashion <laughs> statement. I love it. I love it. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time today, and I'll look forward to catching up with you shortly. All right. Thanks, Ray. See you, buddy. 